If you like what you're hearing on the phillytech.org netcast network, please consider supporting the network with a small monthly donation via patreon.com slash phillytechorg. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash p-h-i-l-l-y-t-e-c-h-o-r-g. And thank you in advance. You're listening to the Social Media Addicts Podcast on the phillytech.org netcast network. Sponsorship provided by Get Flywheel, optimized WordPress hosting at getflywheel.com, wistia.com at w-i-s-t-i-a.com, and Zoho Mail. Hey everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Social Media Addicts Podcast. I think we are on episode 37. 37. Oh, can you believe it's been that many? Of course, everyone has not been part of that but myself. That's but, true, yeah. but 37 is a prime episode. It is. Absolutely. Very prime. Very prime, and we're primed to discuss some interesting topics this week. Uh, first off, um, Google Plus Photos is shutting down on August 1st. This is interesting because it's Google Plus is kind of fragmenting out a little bit. But Google Plus Photos is going away. Google Photos is here to stay. So essentially it's just name change. Yeah, you know what? This is one <laughs> of those things where if Google had done the following, Google Plus Photos is now Google Photos, and we're going to transition you into the new interface so you'll have the old or the new. If they had simply done it as one press event, yeah, there'd done. be no story here. But the story is this. We came out with a better product. It does more things. It builds on what we did before. And because Google Plus is kind of, eh, we're just going to get drop the plus part. Because Google Plus Photos and Google Photos are almost the same thing minus the plus. Exactly. So, so they could have said, we're dropping the plus. It's now just Google Photos. And But they're not. Exactly. So anyhow, moving on. <laughs> well, and, and you know what the interesting thing is? When I first saw Google Plus, yeah. I saw so much potential. But Google engineered something that was a great engineering solution to the problems of social, and they really didn't find a social solution to the problems of social. Because geeks aren't social, or geeks are not as social. You know what? It's not that we're not social. It's not that certain uh, segments of the population aren't social. It's just that Google tried to apply something to our behaviors, where Facebook said, this is a place that you go. And the analog of, I go to this place... Mm-hmm. Our brains can take, but all of a sudden it's like, hey, everything that you're doing is part of this social layer. That was weird for people, and there were a lot of people who didn't understand that they were using, hey, they were commenting on something, and they were using Google+, Plus, but they thought they were just posting a comment on YouTube, or they mm-hmm. thought they were just, like, putting a photo up. It's very disjointed, yes. and, I, and I was a very big proponent of Google+. Plus. I mean, I did stuff, I helped Google out with some stuff on Google+. Plus. I, was, I mean, I was all about Hangouts and all that, and... Honestly, I barely go to Google Plus anymore. It's very strange. I mean, I go there once in a while to view the. I actually go there for the communities. Yeah, I think that's one thing they did, did right was the communities are awesome and they're great, and you can really dive into select areas. But I also feel like Slack and their communities on yeah. Slack are even better than what's on Google Plus and their communities. Only Slack, I get hit with the. You're over 10,000 you know, records you can't view anymore back in the history. So I'm right. like, because Slack is the enterprise. I, you know, we talked about this last time, two weeks ago, right. about how 
Slack should become a protocol. And I was like, I was digging around, like, can I please put my own Slack server together? Yeah. I mean, I would just love to have all these these things where I could have ultimate backlog of all the stories in a Slack and not have to pay for it, or you know, or not have to pay as much for it. You know, they should have a a, a personal plan for, you know, if you want to run a non corporate organization, right? It's it's a buck per user, so fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but you have everyone pay a buck per month to join the service. Then they're paying for themselves. You pay Correct. Two, or if you say two dollars per month, you're making a little bit of profit. Well, Google Plus, we'll see what happens. Again, it's just another thing that um, Yeah, it's this, not a try, you know. Yeah. It's better it was better than Buzz. It was much better than Buzz. And this is one of the things that Google does. Um, it's one of the reasons why I have a hard time trusting I don't have a hard time trusting Google. I know what they're after. But for <laughs> something after like long term storage, I see how they try something out and they test it and then they change it. I don't want to shift my whole workflow into something that I can't really count on that it being there. And realistically, Google Plus Photos to Google Photos isn't it's, that it's, much it's of a change. still there. Everything's still there. Right. That's that's make this perfectly clear. Your your stuff is still there. Everything's still there. It's just right. different URL. And I'm sure they're going to do 301 redirects so that if you have any of this really long yep. crazy plus slash photos slash as a technical term. Right. Um. That redirects to photos.google.com slash Well, and it's interesting because when I saw this announcement, my instinct was to say, okay, those Google Plus links that I have on my site, I think I'm taking them off now because I don't even, I don't even expect anything to happen. The only reason I still maintain it is there is some interactivity between Google Plus and YouTube, and I get some interactivity on YouTube that shows up on Google Plus, so it's not the It's a little odd. Yeah, it's odd. At least, it's a little odd. Yeah. So anyhow, what's really cool yes. is figure one is medicine's answer to Instagram for crowdsourcing diagnoses. First off, when I read that, when I read that headline, I'm like, oh crap, FDA is going to have a freaking field day with this because of PI, of personal information. And having a little bit of a pharmacy marketing background that I have, very little bit of pharmacy marketing, I mean, not that much. I mean, by no means, if I know enough to say, oh crap, that's going to be trouble. Essentially, it's Instagram for physicians to ping each other saying, hey, my, my patient right here has this weird wart. I, they just came back from XYZ. What the hell? What do you guys think this is? I think it's X. What do you think? In real time, hopefully, hopefully, or you're seeing that right. you do doctor's offices, this it is. I'll be right back. And two hours later, I have a solution. No. Right, and but you know, but it's, it's really neat. It's in real time communication. I think it's, I think there's there's others out there. As the article did say, there's others out there. Like was it CrowdMed is another one. Mm-hmm. CrowdMed is another one, and Figure One is free right now. I mean, you do have to provide that you're either a student, med student, or that you have a license. Right. Which is a good thing. Kept me from downloading it to play with. Correct. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, let me download this and try. I'm like, I'm like yeah. yeah. The nice thing is that it is iOS and Android off the bat, which I think they had to do because definitely they have to do both platforms. I even even say they should have done BlackBerry. <gasps> well, and and but I. Think know, but not BlackBerry. The BlackBerry runs Android now. Blackboard does run Android, but I also thought they might want to do Windows Phone. They yeah. have corporate medical systems that are, you know, they are told this is your device. This is what you can do. 
Um, so mm-hmm. it's good to see it on uh, at least two of the platforms. And realistically, those are the two platforms that actually matter. I don't want to beat up on BlackBerry or Windows Phone, but... No, but Windows... Windows uh, the thing is, Microsoft is also making a big play to say, hey, we're everywhere. Correct. Sort of like how Amazon is pretty much says they're everywhere. Like you can read your Kindles everywhere and all that. So, I mean, with the Satya Nadella over at Microsoft, he's like, look, we're a services company. Well, we're a services company and we're here. And so if you want to use your Android phone, and Google's done a good job of enterprising, enterprise-proofing their phones for the most part. So Correct. But I just think it's a neat app. I, I, yeah. I would love to play with it or have a doctor who uses it and have him show me how he uses right. it. Right. Like, this is what I'm doing with this. That would be pretty cool. Um, the hope is that they do allow it to be used on the web as well as mobile. Um, yeah. Which kind of segues us into our next story, which is yes. about Instagram that's Instagram. bringing search to the web. Yeah, Instagram is one of those things that was mobile first, then it was, it was iOS first, and then it was Android first, and iOS people had a fit about that, but, you know, forget you iOS people. Um, Howard was actually one of the nice people who said, hey, welcome aboard, let me show you how this thing works. Um, let me show you how to do it correctly. Right. I'm, a, I'm an iOS person, I know how to do things correctly. <laughs> now, um, and then they started out, then they made it on the web, so you could actually view and waste time on work, not that I ever did that, and look at Instagram photos, and you could double click the photos to make give them hearts and stuff. Finally, you can search it. I don't have this feature yet. Do okay. You? Um, I haven't checked. <gasps> no, no. I went and looked. I couldn't figure out where it was. Um, not a big deal. Right. I'm not really dying for it, but it's it's a nice a nice to have. It's like, Correct. why not? You know, I'm sure Microsoft, not Microsoft, Facebook slash Instagram is like, eh, why not? Yep, I've got it. You've got it? Let oh, me see yes. I, you've got it? Let me see if I've mm-hmm. got it over here. Uh, Instagram.com. Instagram.com. So what do you think, Howard? Would you, would you use it? And like, how would you use it is the question. Um, I think, uh, you know, obviously to get to different hashtags, or if I wanted to do something like look for Trey Ratcliffe or something like that, yeah, um, I might be inclined to say, okay, who is, uh, you know, what is this? Here's this photographer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. There I can follow I have him. searched now, yeah. I did have to, too. So. so being able to, to get to stuff that way, it does make it a lot more useful. Um, again, that's just one of those things that... That's uh, neat. I mean, yeah. it's, it's handy. I mean, like, I just typed in Trey, and it was, which is nice. It auto-populated. Yep. It for me, so I could immediately. So that's like his rat is rat cliff, not rad cliff. Correct. There's two. So, <laughs> and no, so yeah. The the problem is that if you do it the wrong way, search doesn't always work if you misspell stuff. If you're not Google, Google will really creepily actually finds a way to say, you typed in Armageddon. You, Did you mean Arnold Schwarzenegger? Right. Like I don't know how it. It's not quite, quite that broad, but it. It I've typed mistyped things pretty bad, and it figures it out. But I don't. Trust every other's. What's funny is that Trey Radcliffe isn't isn't verified, but Trey Songs is. <laughs> I get a little chills after saying Songs. Yeah. Anyhow, it's neat. It, uh, it's nice to have. It's a nice feature, especially if you saw an image that you wanted to find again. Yep. And you're like, oh, I know the hashtag, or oh, I know this, or I know that. So it's it's interesting, and it's neat to also see. I actually I'm on it right now, and, and the Philadelphia Museum, Philadelphia Museum of Art. It's posting their artwork on Instagram, hmm. which is which I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's a Van Gogh. Is it Van Gogh? 
is discovered impressionists. So they're all dead anyhow, so their copyrights are gone. But I'm just saying it could be a copyright violation if you post right. painters thing online. But yeah, it's nice to have. I mean, it really is nice to have. And another thing that's nice to have, especially if you do video, is our first sponsor, Wistia. Who is Wistia? Well, what is Wistia? Why don't you tell us, Howard? Well, Wistia is a video <laughs> hosting and analytics platform. Um, it is a business uh, video hosting and analytics, although if you're an it's individual, awesome. you can absolutely use it. Um, yeah. But it helps you get the most out of online video, and we use it at phillytech.org. It is a more professional solution than YouTube, much better data, helps us oh, understand how our uh, content is being consumed. And Wistia has a lot of free resources on their site to help us uh, get better with video. Uh, these include tutorials on lighting, editing, mics, all kinds of stuff involving production. Which uh, Howard like, loves. I love the production he stuff. He geeks I'm, out on this I do. stuff, people. I absolutely do. And part of the reason I do that is because I want my videos to look as good as possible. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that? Well, sometimes you need to ask a community, and Wistia has a great community that is dedicated to help each other improve their videos. They also have a free version of the service that you can try out that holds up to 50 videos. So what I want you to do is check out this awesome product that is Wistia by going to the link in our show notes. That way they know that we sent you because that helps us and it helps you and it's all fine and dandy that way. So go check them out. Again, link in the show notes to Wistia and we thank Wistia for sponsoring phillytech.org. They're awesome. Now, here's something that's interesting. Going back to Facebook here. Speaking of and, Facebook. Speaking of Facebook. Um, and, and this is a little bit of older story. This because we missed last week because we had technical difficulties. This, it seems like we're on every other week, every other. And I say, hey, I'll see Jerry next week, and I'll see Howard in two weeks. Right. You know, no, because we had some Comcast issues with, with Jody. Apparently, the storms that we had, yes, they ravaged her Comcast connection. I mean, Lovely. I've never seen stuff so funky as I've been there. I mean, like literally, like her face was like this. Like, it was really bizarre. Lovely. It's good to didn't work. So, eh, we'll get Jody on next week, and she figured everything out, so that's good. Anyhow, Facebook gender equality update. Yes. Did you notice, did you notice that the woman and the man in, in one of their icons, the woman was shorter than the man? Did you well, ever notice this? I absolutely did, and the interesting thing about it is... Did you actually think about it, though? Like, did you well, actually say that's a bad thing? I didn't think about it. It wasn't... Um, it wasn't something that really bugged me, but then again, why would it bug me? Because I'm taller in that situation. Yeah, so, I think it was. I think it was a subconscious. I really don't think that they meant to say women are less than men. No. I think it was smart that they made them equal because, yes. oh crap, this might be construed by someone who's nitpicky. But I think the fact is that men are usually taller than women, just because our testosterone or whatever scientific mumbo jumbo is involved in that. Right. But again, this is the same reason why when you have street signs or the names of streets that are of uh, – basically that could be uh, read in a racial uh, way. So, for example, a lot of the streets in the South, uh, everything involving the Confederate flag, streets in the South that talked about – that really enforced slavery as a establishment as opposed to mm -hmm. historical. Sometimes you have to change – the wallpaper, the street signs, all the things around you, so well, that people yeah. don't feel like they're being oppressed just by what's around them. Well, I think it's interesting. Our Patriots Ridge, where I live, and Doyleson, everyone knows where I live now. Um, the the streets that are part, in, most of, other than my street, but there's Captain Molly, which I think is a pirate captain or suffragette. Right. But then there's um, there's a bunch of different other ones like Louise Sinclair, okay. and so they're all females women street names 
Unless they're not. Unless they're just kind of like... Right. Like, I live on Sweatland. Everyone can find me now. Even by my street now. Hi, everybody. Comes by, have a beer. No, right. don't. Um, <laughs> that will be happening. Call first. Call first. Call first. Find me online and say, can I have a beer? Anyhow, but like mine, Sweatland, I don't know what that means. I think it's a horrible name for a street, but this besides the point. The point being is that my street is, my, my development is progressive. It's called Patriots Ridge, and most of the street names are women, or women names. Sounds good. And I like, and I like that. I think that this goes hand in hand with the Unicode and the graphical characters. You know, have you ever noticed that now you can have, a, yep. you can have an Asian. Smiley face. You can have a. You can have a Simpsons. You can go back. I mean, I never thought there was anything wrong with the Simpsons. Like yellow. Right. Yellow. It's kind of innocuous, but I guess people cannot like that. But you can have a, a really dark black person. You can have a lighter black person. You can have an even lighter, more tan person. Maybe more, you know, South Asian person. You can have someone who's really pasty white, or someone who's slightly tan. You can, you can even use this as your tan. Throughout the summer, it gets darker and darker. Right. I mean, it's just interesting. You have different fan. It, it's really interesting how people have gone into the Unicode and said, "All right, we have to make this more racial, gender equal, you know, more PC than it was before." Yeah. Less Simpsons. Again, that's the kind of thing where um, all of these things are about creating just a straight understanding of different people, and the more that we can identify, you know, that there isn't. A bias, and the hard part is we have. Or to it's kind a bias, or it's a bias based like the, you know, with the Unicode. If a guy uses the black smiley face all the time, he's he's being biased, well, not the service. The idea being, I can actually represent me as opposed to putting out something that isn't me. Um, so I get it; makes sense. You know, very very simple things, and again, these are subtle touches that. Uh, you know, they may or may not have a large impact, but they're not going to have a negative impact. Mm-hmm. Or at what, least, what, what should know. have a negative impact is our next story. What story is that? <laughs> a tourist snaps a selfie at a, den- at a deadly NYC explosion. Got a job at the DNC. Um, you take a picture of yourself being a real ass. Right. I can say ass, can I? Without getting flagged, whatever. She's being an ass. Do the yep. peace sign in front of a deadly gas explosion in the lower lower east side. I think it was lower east side, east in the village, and it's a cute selfie. If the fact was that it wasn't in front of a gas explosion where people died, that is true. And it, 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 that, that, that alone, all right, that's poor taste. But the, the Democratic National Com- Committee hired this woman. Like it went yeah. viral. I get it, but viral for the wrong freaking reasons. Very true. This Let's is, hire someone who already screwed up. Well, I, I just think about it again. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out in this very simple way. Please, Howard. Um, I don't think they should have hired her, but I don't think that one photo or one poor sense of judgment should define someone's career. No, I agree. So, but... so again, this is the kind of thing where it may just be that this one thing in poor taste that happened that was like, oh my god, I'm here, you know whatever the reasons were for taking the original selfie, to show that someone has the qualifications, does all these different things. Look, She was hired because it went viral. True. I mean, you can't justify this. And then she wrote, at this scene of the accident. And then some of the, the, uh, at the scene of the accident, all right, then take a picture of the accident and post that. Don't, don't smile, don't do a peace sign. And then they said, and then people wrote, too soon, dumbest, 
Then yeah. one person said, sup, where are you at? Not sure I should be liking this. Go home, dumb. Please leave NYC. You're, you're too much of an idiot to be here. You're horrible. You're disgusting. And she was hired by the DNC after those comments. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's move along. Move before I blow on. a gasket. <laughs> yeah, anyhow. SoundCloud. Do you, have you ever played with SoundCloud, Howard? Yes, I have. You have a good voice, you know, and you, I'm Howard Yermish. Well, it's also because I have a, a, a big foot in the music business. That's true. Um, and one of the things about SoundCloud, which I think is a you know very interesting community, it is a little bit more geared towards music um, and some podcasting and some other things that way. Um, it's a really interesting community. Now, posing, yeah. can it be this, the Facebook of music? This is one of those things <laughs> where um, better for SoundCloud to really partner with Facebook and be like, hey, Facebook, all of the people are here and we're going to make it really, really simple to uh, work with you versus, hey, we're going to compete with Facebook head on because exactly. I but don't think that's a thing that people win. Did you notice SoundClouders, I guess that's what they're called, collectively upload about 12 hours of audio every minute? Yeah, it's a lot. It's good. I mean, it's a really neat. I've tried to dive into it and really play with it a little bit, but I have family that, you know, one of my, friend, one of my, one of my cousins is a DJ. Um, what is it? What is it? Snowmax. Um, and so he really is on SoundCloud quite a bit. Um, I... I don't know. I've I've tried it. I've played with it. I thought they were a little expensive for what they give you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an interesting concept. Um, I'm partial to Wistia. Right. But these guys are audio. So Wistia's video. But, you know. It's a concept. It's interesting. And I know a lot of podcasters out there use SoundCloud to, for distribution. So yep. if you use it, let us know what you think. Do you think it can be even next Facebook? Or it is already its own network? You know, let us know what you think. Well, and again, it's it's platform for commenting and you know doing That's different nice. things with sound files. It's a nice thing. It does. Um, it gives you more features than you can currently get in Facebook. But um, I've always posed the question: Could Facebook apply, you know, a couple, a small handful of engineers in a month and basically Find replace SoundCloud? Out, yeah. And the mm-hmm. answer is yes. So the question is: Why don't they? And maybe the reason they don't is. They, don't they want video. It. No, but they want video. They want video. They're, they're going for they video just, right now. And right, maybe this is next. It might be, but maybe they don't see it as the large business opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every company can only focus on so many different things before they become very scattered. And Facebook might be looking at <laughs> it saying, there, exactly. There's not enough uh, revenue here to make it worth Facebook. They, Facebook would rather just say, okay, SoundCloud, integrate with us. You can have the audience right there, there, and you know you're right there. So I think they're right there. They do, yeah. but again, those are the kinds of things where for Facebook they might go, well, fine, SoundCloud, have fun. Exactly. So, all right, another great service that we are sponsored by is Flywheel Manage yes. WordPress hosting. I love Flywheel. They're fast, they're reliable, and they do WordPress the yes. right way. Tell us more, Howard. Well, the thing that's so great about Flywheel, when you think about hosting companies. Most hosting companies, they will let you run a WordPress site on their hosting service. Yeah, no they might problem. even have a one-click install. They might even have WordPress-specific hosting. But what they don't have is the kind of support that is WordPress developers on, basically, I don't want to say on call, 
But when you're trying to do anything in WordPress and you call up your hosting company or you email them or put in a ticket, most of them say, huh, it looks like you should, you know, looks like you should disable some plugins or something's running improperly. Mm-hmm. And what you're trying to say is, I can't disable the plugin. I've disabled all the plugins except for the one that's having the problem. Now I need to help help with the one having the problem. And the problem says very clearly, hosting company has to do this. So, oh, I love that. It's yeah. like, and then there's something that the hosting company will not do. Right. Or the hosting company will say, well, if you wanted to do that, you'd have to do that yourself. And you're going, I thought you were here for support. Like, please do this. I can't do it on my own. Please enable this. No, we're not going to enable that. Great. Well, now my hosting doesn't work. So I guess high I can't fly, use High flywheel exactly. bring me on board. So definitely. Flywheel. It's great. I mean, WordPress-specific security, that's something where the way you lock down a site if you lock down certain, if you things, don't lock it down, right. yeah, you screw it up. And if you lock it down too much, well, your site's kind of worthless too. Yep. <laughs> and so, also, they're, they're running a promotion this uh, this July. You get it's 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 what they call Fly July, very okay. dorky. But um, get three months for free on on a new annual plan during July. Use the code Fly July, all one word, F L Y J U L Y at checkout. Excellent. And then while you're at it, you know, make sure you tell them about you know Fully Tech and tell them how awesome we are. Just and go to the link in our show notes. That's that'll get you to Flywheel, and that way they know that we sent you. And you'll still get you can put in the promo code. You'll get your three months free, and uh, that's a great thing to take advantage of. So awesome. please. I mean, I mean, but look at this. I mean, they're a little bit more expensive than like you know the Bluehost out there. For fifteen dollars a month, you get one WordPress install. 5,000 monthly visits, which is more than most people will use. Correct. Five gigabytes of disk space, which, you know, five gigabytes for, like, hosting of files? All right, that's not a lot. But for a website, seriously, that's enough. Yeah. Two, 250 gigabytes of bandwidth, is, which is more than enough of bandwidth, unless you get slammed and then you upgrade. Right. And then if you want SSL support, you still have to buy the certificate, and then you pay them $10 a month to hook it up. And then as CDN, they have a good CDN as well. Which personally, I have used in the past. Actually, we have it for us, and we use it all the time. That's ten dollars a month as well, and it's a very good CDN. So check it out. And then they have a personal plan for thirty dollars a month, and with more more stats, yep. more stats, and you can actually add multi-site on. So we've well, talked about them enough. It's I, great. I want to I want to add oh, one thing. Ahead. I want to give you some hard dollars. So when a client of mine insisted on using another hosting provider, which shall remain nameless, GoDaddy. Um, they said, we love GoDaddy. We, this is wonderful. They have great support. Well, They have good support, but they I, need the support. I audited their account, and what I looked at was the number of hours I spent on, with GoDaddy on their chat, on the phone, through emails. I look at all that support hours. I logged it, and I figured out that over the last year, I spent about four hours on the phone dealing with GoDaddy's support. Okay, so my client... They're wonderful people there, but... Very nice, and they did a good job, and it got resolved. But my client got a bill from me in the amount of $500 because of my hourly rate to deal with GoDaddy's support, the back and forth, all these different things, let alone all the fixes and the changes I had to do. This is just me on the phone, on hold, dealing with different things, back on chat, that Mm. I have to build a client for. I can't... I say to them... GoDaddy is the hosting company. If they have a problem, I have to work with them because the client doesn't work with them. And I've said to the client, look, they're going to put you on hold for a long time. If I'm on hold, I have to bill you for it. If you're on hold, you, it's your time. It's not being my hourly rate. Mm-hmm. So the difference in price between the super-duper cheap GoDaddy account that they got and my time on support, they should have gotten Flywheel easily. 
Easily. Hands down, Flywheel is the best. And they have a referral program, which Philly Tech is going to sign up for. Right. Minor details. So you can go click on our link and get a referral link, and we can make some money, Hooray. which will help pay for the shows. But you can also go to patreon.com slash Philly Tech Org, which I forgot to mention at the top of the show. And throw us a buck a month. You know, we love, you know, we, if you like our shows, you like our wackiness. Yes, we're, we're kind of a little scattered right now. We haven't had a few interviews shows for a little while because I have to get back on the bandwagon and get some more shows out. You know, Philly Tech has had some bandwidth issues, but we would love for you guys to support us. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Philly Tech Org. And you'll hear that you probably heard that in the beginning of the show. Yes. On Howard's beautiful booming voice. Yes, that beautiful booming voice that I have. Exactly, the radio voice saying, "Please contribute to the show if you like the show." So if you like the show, please go to Philly Tech. No, go to patreon.com. Philly Tech Org. Let's move on. Moving on. All right. So Meerkat. Yes. One of the many out there. I mean, seriously, they're, they're popping up like Meerkats everywhere. Yes, they are. <laughs> And, and and they're all neat. Like Beta Works has one now that looks kind of neat. Very mystery meat navigation. I forget. It's up close. It's called up close. I can't figure out how to stream on it. I mm. can stream on my desktop on it, but I can't figure out how to do it on my mobile. So it's not that good. I have to. I'll write them an email saying what, how, what, who. What Anyhow, heck? everyone remembers Meerkat from South by Southwest. They used the Twitter APIs and call and you know, all that. Twitter then launched their Periscope app. Kicked Meerkat off the API. Meerkat was like, oh, crap. Now you can find your people on Facebook and yes. grow grow your Meerkat following there. My issue with Facebook is that I don't have... I have a lot of my social fe- friends on Facebook. I, granted, it's great. But I don't have the random people that are interesting on Facebook. Right. I used to just accept everybody on Facebook. I realized, no, I went this a little pared down. So I went through and cleaned a lot of them out. Nothing personal about them, but I never met them in person, never conversed with them, never talked with them. Correct. So I think it's neat. Miracat moves to closer to Facebook. I think that I, I think Miracat has its own little little community of people that love Miracat. Right. Miracat is opening up, making things changes. I think Miracat's gonna be here for a while. I think Periscope's interesting. I think Stream dot with a dot, Stream S-T-R-E dot A-M is neat. They've, they, they're the only ones that do horizontal video. <laughs> and now they, I asked them, I asked them straight out, can you put a, a, um, a subject line in there? So when you tweet it out, it tells you what the video's about. They didn't have that originally. They did it, I like to say, I got that done for people. So thank you very much. Thank nicely, you. Thank nicely you. done. Yeah, no, I doubt it. But they they said that a lot of people were asking for that. So, what do you think, Howard? Is this smart for them to go to Facebook? Um, I think any place that they can get more friend connections. So, if you've installed the Meerkat app, there are lots of people who I know on Facebook that because they're not necessarily on Twitter, I don't know that they're on Meerkat, and I don't think mm-hmm. who are the people I could find. So, the moment they can surface those users easier. Mm-hmm. that's great. If they can also make it really easy for me to do things like say, I'm going to post this replay of this Meerkat session to Facebook. If they can make some of those things easier, as they're obviously doing, absolutely. this is good for Meerkat. Now, is it going to be awesome for Meerkat? I don't know. Meerkat, mm-hmm. again, you know, I'm always very skeptical of these services for no other reason than it takes a lot to become part of the vernacular, so to speak. And even Twitter still has issues with being part of the vernacular. It's in all yeah. media, 
But here is another sort of like Twitter's there. Twitter's there, but they actually we'll talk about Twitter in a second. I'll add that in there, but they're getting rid of your backgrounds, right? but I mean, I think Twitter's still struggling to become part of the vernacular. People are right. using it more. News people are using it more. I still think that people are still posting what they had for lunch. I'm going to the bathroom now. Yeah, there's still a bit of that. So um, <laughs> Howard's like, I'm guilty. No, uh, not me. No, I actually, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good about with that. what I do on Twitter. If I'm not interacting directly with a person about a particular wow. thing, then I am probably either promoting my own stuff that I've written or retweeting something of someone else's. Yeah, I um, share a lot from what I find online. Oh, that's a good article. Let me share that exactly. with five thousand followers because I think that's worthwhile for people to read. Also, I favor it a lot on Twitter. I use my favorites more for bookmarking that I never go back to, but <laughs> yep. I bookmark it all the same. So I think Meerkat's move is great. So do you, right? I do. And let's move on. Now, this is interesting. This has happened to people in the past. Um, you sign up for an account. Your name is John Smith, and there's a famous John Smith. And John Smith, who's famous, gets your, your name. Correct. This happened on Instagram. Someone, and it's been resolved. But a famous um, same name soccer star of this other guy, Andres in Estia, whatever. Sorry, I'm brutalizing your name. But he got the other guy, the non-famous guy's Instagram account for a few days. And people who are following this other guy who's not famous got this famous guy's stuff for a little while. The famous guy says, I had nothing to do with this. Instagram said, oops, and it's all fixed. But it kind of goes to show that, like, I mean, you look at Taylor Swift on Twitter. Her her t- Twitter handle is Taylor Swift thirteen or thirty or something like that. Right. It's not Taylor Swift. Nope. And then, but that's right. That's how it should be. She didn't get Taylor Swift because she wasn't on there fast enough. Yep. And that's it. You don't get your name. You, you when you sign up right away, you get it. You don't sign up right away, you don't get your name half the time. Well, and this is one of those things that um, all these all the different networks, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or what have you. When you have usernames like this, there needs to be a little bit of a protocol that's part of, uh, I'll call it part of the EULA, part of the things that we have to accept. If I sign up for an account and my purpose of the account is to sell it to someone, then that's bad. bad. If the purpose Mm -hmm. of the account is to create a parody, not a problem. Parody is fine. If the purpose of the account is to do hate speech, there's a problem. So I also think if you sign up for an account... Also, if it's your name versus a brand name. Correct. Um, I also think one of the things that they need to do, and this is all the different sites, Mm -hmm. if your account goes inactive for a certain period of time, that someone else could say, I would like that account because they're not using it. So, for example, and I'll give you a (coughs) real-world example. And the reason Mm -hmm. I'm giving you this real-world example is I have a YouTube channel that is the Ask Howard YouTube channel. Now, I am always competing with Howard Stern because of the name Howard. I can't get around it. It's just that's it's the way a, it's it is. It's a nice Jewish name. But I have <laughs> – but again, I make these YouTube videos that are Ask Howard. It is questions, and I put up a video. They're great. Uh, by the way, if you never check them out, Absolutely. we'll put a link check in the show out. notes. Check them out. You have to look at um, Howard's beautiful face. and They're, Or not always. Not always. Only the long episodes I'm in usually they're screencast episodes. But they're, but they're really good. I mean, I, I, kudos to you. But they're they're good. Thank you. Right, I appreciate it. I work really hard on those. But there is an account. I would like the Twitter account Ask Howard. So I go looking on Twitter and I find out, hey, there's an account Ask Howard. Someone already has it. Oh, okay. Well, someone already has it. No big deal. Except they haven't tweeted in 752 days. 
and the link, which you can check which you can check it shows it in there um to me if you haven't tweeted in a year i think what twitter needs to do is to say hi are you alive if you don't reply to this email within two weeks we're going to consider that your account could be suspended or we're going to shut it down and open up the username to someone else i think the simple act of saying yes i still care keeps your account that's fine but even if you're just holding on to it because it's your brand like you right. know a lot of brands have you want to squat on a bunch of, like howard right you're howard jermish correct you're also is jermish on twitter yep you don't use howard jermish you instead for many people you say no. hey yo dude i'm over here i actually so got the howard jermish account I got the Howard Yermish account because people started like tweeting it, even though I there wasn't even an account for it, and people started tweeting to it. So I used an alternate email address. I do tweet from it on a regular basis that says, "Hey, you might if you're following this account, if you see this, you have the wrong account." It is I, I see that. I follow it just to follow it to see what you yes. do. Well, and and the funny thing is, while, and I, every once in a while I see that tweet and I, and I chuckle. I'm like, "That's right. what I get for that's what I get for being a troll." Right, you know, for trolling those Howard. Of things where. I'm trying to do that to clarify something. I'm not the the Howard Yermish versus H Yermish. I go with H Yermish as the principal one because it's shorter. shorter, plain and simple. And the funny thing is, I actually considered changing the H Yermish account to Ask Howard because of this of so much of the stuff that I'm doing on my own strategy is towards that. I want to use it on a regular basis, but I got to but this person has it, and I don't want to do a underscore Ask Howard or something like that. I don't want to bother with that. So for now. I'll wait. And it's your, but it's your it's you. It's your brand. And ask Howard. You know yeah. it. You know. I got literally. I have six or seven Twitter accounts that I use in some form or another. I have one Philly Codehound, which is completely just. It's an experiment. Literally, if you go there, you're going to get great content, not curated by me, but I just take feeds and send it out there and see how many followers I can get on it. Right. I just wanted to see how that would work. So when people ask me, have you done this? What kind of result have you gotten? I have that. But also, if you have, I have Goldstein Media. Yep. I, I will go on there. I mean, I have feeds that I have curated that say I want this account to talk about, put out there. And every once in a while, when I have something that's Goldstein Media related, that's out there. But generally, my Twitter account is Seth Goldstein. Yep. It's long. I get it. But it is, I mean, if you do S, it's Jeremish. It'd be Howard, Harry, Howard. Right. I mean, there's not a lot of H's that, you know, I guess there are, but like English speaking, usually H. Germish is Howard Germish. Yes. S. Goldstein is, there's a lot of S names. Yes. So I, I, I was just like, that doesn't do me any good. I do get the other famous Seth Goldsteins. He's a, he's a um, entrepreneur. Every, he's at Seth. Right. And everyone tweets at Seth Goldstein. So I'm constantly getting his tweets. So all I do is I do, hey, you want to add Seth? Hey, yeah. add Seth, here's your tweet. And we've actually become friendly and know of each other. You know, when Facebook got you, got you get your URL for your uh, name, we were both up at the same time. Right. Fighting for it. I almost got Seth.Goldstein. Mm. But I refreshed. And I got Seth.M.Goldstein. I was like, ah, damn you, Seth Goldstein. Right. Other Seth Goldstein. Durr. <laughs> it's fine. So I always jump on these services real fast to get to Seth Goldstein so he doesn't get it. Right. But again, what if they said, you know what? You're not the real famous one, so we're going to take your account away from you. And that's kind of what Instagram did. Now, they gave it back. But again, this is the kind of thing where if you're popular, 
you can have whatever social media handle you want because that's people will find it. Um, yeah. And especially with verified accounts. Um, that's, that thing was there. Let's go off on that for a second. Verified accounts. Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift 30 or 13. Right. Taylor Swift and then Ortiz Swift. I don't know. Something that's not Taylor Swift. Right. The way you tell that that's not a squatter is that it's verified. Twitter did its due diligence, asked Taylor if that's her account. She said yes. So yes, it's not the best, you know, screen name, but if you want to make sure it's Taylor Swift, you can see the verified link. Exactly. Plain and simple. I think they should open up to everyone else, but they don't. But, yep. maybe that's a, but maybe that's a good thing that the only rule celebrities get that, because, I mean, people would squat on, squat on Kardashian's sort of account. Sorry, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I mean, like, sorry, scroll moment. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, I see it being beneficial for people who are famous. Like, not, not people that are in the public eye that will have parody accounts after them. And you want to make sure that, hey, this is a parody account. All right, that's not verified. But this one over here, like, when Howard, when you, became world, when you become world famous, Correct. HR should become, should become verified. I will, I will petition Twitter. And I can tell you, I would love it if I could pay money to have a, a verified account. I pay it. And, how much money. Well, and you know what the interesting thing is? For me, the, the verified account and domain names and all of these different things that determine your identity online give me the option to take a step up from the, hey, here, the masses are here, the cost is higher in order to get you, I don't want to say more perks, but I treat it as a business expense. If I want a Twitter account that gives me more ability to do stuff, I'll pay for it. Now. Mm-hmm. If I'm not my decision strategy, Twitter. Right, but let's say they say, you know what, a verified account costs a thousand dollars. Oh, forget it. Right, but see, here's the thing: there are people that would say a thousand dollars is worth it. I'll be verified. That way, people know I am not a spammer, and that's a cost of doing business. Now, yeah, but you, you, you are. are, are this turn on. This turn on right. its head. Would you? Would you pay a thousand dollars? I think if my, um, if I could pick, if I could have the Ask Howard account. And I could say for a thousand dollars, I'm going to verify it with the business strategy I'm going forward. The thousand dollars is the cost of doing business. The same way that when you get something, and printed, your wife would not kill you for doing that. I think it would be a very uh, interesting discussion. Okay, all right, no, 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 no. that's but fair. I'm also it's in fair. favor. I'm of, saying my wife would kill me. Probably, I'm also in favor of if you have a domain name that the dot coms should be much more expensive than they are now, so that people don't just hold them for the sake of holding them. I think .com domain names should be not oh, dot $10. Com, dot .com. Dot .com. Dot .com. Okay, no, that's fair enough. Dot .com. Yeah. There should be other ones that are just as good. Correct. Like the .nets or the .uss yes. that are cheap. I mean, I like the .uss because right. they're dime a dozen, but you want a domain name, you could put them on there. Right. The idea being if you are a commercial enterprise and you want the domain name of Toyota.com, a cost of, uh, I'll call it $100 a year. Is not abnormal for a business. No, no, and there and there are ones out there. FM, right, which is awesome for podcasting. Seventy four dollars a year. Correct, but that's I mean, just... honestly, I would love one for you know Philly Tech. FM, so it work because we're not a nonprofit. We're not a profit, but you know, FM or AM, which is American right. Samoa. Um, I don't know. We can go on a whole rant and rave about domain names Absolutely. and how they should be used for what they're called for. If you're US. You're not delicious. Right. You, you're dot US because you're in the US. You're dot CA because right. you're in Canada. You're, you know, and, you know, I mean, there are some countries out there that, like Israel, that dot IL, you cannot get a dot IL unless right. you, have, you have citizenship in Israel. Right. 
And again, those are the kinds of things where it's up to the people selling that domain name to say, these are the standards. Well, like mm -hmm. bit.ly, you know, bit.ly. L-Y is Libya. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, exactly, but they also have bit.ly.com. What I really want is se.th. Th is Thailand. Right. And they don't sell that .th, it's .co.th. But I want, I want like, Matt, Matt Mullenweg has ma.tt. Oh! I have such a short name, I want se.th instead of s3th.me. Right. A little more complex, but whatever. So let's move along. Let's yes. thank our last sponsor, Zoho Mail. Yes. Well, we, we love Zoho thank Mail. Zoho Mail. They sponsor us, but what they do is they do professional email that is designed for your business. That is business class security, business class mobile features, desktop features, all of these great things, convenience of the web, convenience of mobile. But, 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 but how is it different from Google Apps, though? Well, Isn't that nice, the same thing? It's Come on, Howard. similar to Google Sell Apps, me. except that you get an ad-free account for up to 10 users. So what? a free ad-free account, up to 10 users, where with Google Apps, it's $5 per user per month. Um, and there's no free account. And there's no free accounts. Mm -hmm. um, so again, go check out Zoho Mail. Pretty awesome by clicking on the link in our show notes. Um, it is, it's a great way to try it. And if you're a small business, you can have these business class features without paying for it. So again, Absolutely. pretty awesome. Check them out, zoho.com, Z-O-H-O.com slash mail. Check out while you're there. Check out their other stuff. Yeah, there are stuff. They, they have sales and marketing stuff under here. That's um, they have CRM. They got forums. They got campaigns. They got surveys. They got sales sites. Social. Holy crap! They got more stuff now. Yep. Product management tools. They got help desk, which is a tower you might need for your business. Yes. I mean, oh my finance. I mean, they have invoicing, subscriptions, expense. Like, it's amazing. Holy crap! They have HR. Yes. It is the hiring and firing of people via Zoho. It is business operating system. And business process. Yep. Oh, my God. So check them out. And I'm not just saying that because you know they're a sponsor. I'm saying that because I literally just discovered some of these things just a second. I'm like, holy crap. They do a yes. lot of stuff. So check them out today. Howard, I'm going to let you go first since you're special. All right. And you, by the way, you already talked about one of these, but I'll let you talk about them again. Wait a second. What the hell? Tile, you talked about Tile a few a few episodes ago. Did I? Literally, it's so important in your life that you want to talk about it again. I, I thought I hadn't talked about it. Well, the reason I'm thinking about it is Tile, the little uh, Bluetooth key things or other – you can put these on stuff. Mine, the battery was running down. So the app said, hey, your batteries are running down. You need to get new ones. So because I'm a previous user, instead of having to pay the 20 bucks per, I only had to pay like 12 bucks each, and so I got oh, really? a couple extra. But again, if you haven't played with these things, this is how it works. Um, let's say, for example, oh no, I can't find my key. Where did my key go? I go I on the little app. All, I lose my wallet all the time. Right, you could put this inside your wallet. Um, I have an extra. There we go. Ooh. I'll take one. Um, <laughs> oh, I think that extra is destined for my wife's keychain, but we'll see. I'm sure she loses that all the time. And uh, so what I do, I press the little button here. It tells me, hey, keys, where are my keys? I hit the find button, and this thing starts beeping. Kind of cute, actually. And then when I find it, I say, I click the little done button. But if, what if you lose your phone? It also has a thing where I can <laughs> press the button here to make the phone go off. That's awesome. <laughs> so, same That's idea. It's a I found my way. keys, but now where's my phone? Right. So it does. It does do that, which is pretty awesome. Um, 
this is, and what's great about it is the replacement process, it actually says, hey, I'm going to, this tile doesn't work. I don't have to get a new, like add a new thing and delete something. It just says, hey, replace your tile with a new one. So that's pretty great. I now have, um, as you can see in my little app, I've got one in one camera bag and one in the other camera bag. So if for some reason I mm. forget where my camera bag is, it's going to know the last time that it communicated with it where that was. And uh, hopefully it helps get my uh, stuff back, let alone find my keys. So there you go. It is tile. Now, the other pick that I have yes. Harrison is, is doing a dual pick this week. Yes. It's actually something that I want to start playing with. I've been tempted. Um, I've clicked join a few times. I'm like, not, not today. The only pro It's an application called Zencaster. Now, Zencaster is theoretically a solution to the traditional what's called double ender. So if we record... <laughs> <laughs> then right now, if we're going to record audio, Sorry. I record my audio yeah. and I record your audio. Now, the problem with that is that if there's any disturbance in Skype, I'm recording that disturbed track. Disturbance in the force, yes. Correct. But if you record your audio and I record my audio from our each respective ends, your right. audio will be perfect on your side. My right. audio will be perfect on my side. Mm -hmm. So what Zencaster is hoping to do is then say, hey, we're going to take those files and going to upload them to Dropbox so that you can sew them back together. Oh, and does it do more... it for you? It doesn't do it for you. It oh. does give you the sig uh, synchronized start points. So theoretically, you should yeah, be able to drag easy. and drop and go plunk, plunk in your audio editor, put one on one side, one on the other, and you've got synchronized audio. And again, what it's doing is it's streamlining the process of how do I get these files from people? So let's say, for example, I wanted to interview someone, mm -hmm. and in doing that interview, I want good audio for them. They don't have to know anything about how to do it. They just have to have Chrome or Firefox. Those are the two browsers that it works well, in right Which is pretty much everyone has. And then you send them a link, and then it will put the files in your Dropbox. So. Crazy. Holy it's crap. it's a very you don't have to give them access to your Dropbox. The fact that they're using a special link through Zencaster creates that uh, link. Really, it's awesome. It's I'm saying pretty, I'm saying us up right cool. now. It's pretty cool. The downside that Zencaster uh, doesn't do yet is video. If they did video, that would be that would be oh that'd be awesome, but that'd be a lot more expensive. But it would be more expensive. And right now, while they're in beta, the service is free. They are saying that it will cost money. It could be ten bucks or a certain amount, whatever it is. But if you do a lot of podcasting and creating media, this is ten bucks a month is not that much. Not that much. So we'll just see what happens. But again, hey, Patreon.com/slash FullyTechOrg. Correct. You can get this from me. And you don't have to look at our mugs anymore. Once they get this, I'm just going to say, Howard, no more video. Well, and you know what the interesting thing is? Video is expensive to do. Oh, it um, is. It really is. So if, we didn't, if we didn't have the great people at Wistia, then I don't think we would be doing video. No. No, flat out. We, we would not be doing video if we did not have Wistia hosting that for us. Because uh, also, just a quick warning, Zencaster, or when they send you the alert, goes into your spam box. <laughs> just, just an alert, you know, you should know that check your response, check that because there's a lot of things go in my spam box that I didn't know yeah. went in there. I have to probably just clean that out. Anyhow, this has been a very squirrel-like episode of... Yeah, you didn't even do your pick. I didn't do my pick yet. <laughs> it's, my pick is index.co. It's a newsreader that connects with your LinkedIn. Okay. Which is interesting. It's LinkedIn. You sign in with your LinkedIn. It's no Facebook or Google Plus and LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn. And what does it... It grabs all your connections, posts. You know, a lot of us have a lot of follow, a lot of connections on LinkedIn, and reading that feed is a real pain in the tuchus. This compiles it all, suggests new stuff. 
index.co, index.co, it's a great newsreader, check it out. I actually unearthed some pretty neat stuff on there. I wish they had an app. I don't know where I would put it on my phone because I have so many newsreaders right. on my phone. But it's just another one, but it's better than Pulse. I can't stand Pulse. Hmm. Pulse is garbage now. They really screwed it up, but that's yeah. besides the point. It's getting Anyhow, a, little bit, a little bit spammy. It's getting a little bit spammy. Hey, Howard's in the news. I got that yesterday. Howard's in the news. So I immediately click. I'm like, where's Howard? Where's Howard? It's an article that you may have posted that, you know, you're right. not in the news. Howard posted the news. Right. Howard posted news. Howard posted a link. Better verbiage, LinkedIn. Come on. Yep. Let's focus. Anyhow. Like I said, this has been the Squirrel episode. We want to hear from you. Email us at info at phillytech.org. Tweet us at phillytech underscore org. Or call us at 908-758-3248. Let us know. If someone please call us and let us know what that is in, in letters, please. <laughs> No one has yet. I keep on checking the voicemail. No one's no one's called us. Oh, it's very sad. I don't even know how to integrate it into the show yet, so I'm actually kind of glad. But still, if if you call us, I will find a way to play it in the show. That's my promise to you. And leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear from it. That's Howard over there. Hey. You can find where can we find you online, Howard? You can find me at howardyermish.com. It's an easy way to do it, or just on Twitter at h yermish, h y e r m i s h on the twitters. If you go to Howard Yermish at Howard Yermish, you'll see a link to the right one. It's like oh, misstep over there. You can find me sethgoldstein.me, goldsteinmedia.com. I'm not as simple as Howard, where you can just go to one spot. Seth Goldstein on Twitter. I'm not Seth on Twitter. I'm Seth Goldstein on Twitter. If you want the other Seth, feel free to write them at Seth, not at Seth Goldstein. And you can find me online. I'm everywhere. Usually yeah. Seth Goldstein or Philly Codehound. So, all right, guys. This has been great. I literally think that having a huge cup of um, coffee before the show made this a little squirrely. But <laughs> I think that's our show title, The Squirrely Episode. The Squirrely Episode. Anyhow, that's been great, Howard. Always a pleasure. I will talk to we you soon. We will see you in two weeks, and hopefully we'll get the bandwidth sorted out with Jody for next week. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Take sounds care, like a plan. Take care.